Hello, I'm Michal Schreier, Traveling Chief Happiness Officer. Welcome to 11th episode of Happiness at Work podcast. I guess trip around the world wouldn't be complete without visiting Hawaii. Most of us know it as holiday destination, where you go to recharge your batteries. But of course there are also many companies where people work on daily basis. At Hawaii, I met with local Chief Happiness Officer Heather Patterson. We talked about her story, local companies and of course their happiness at work. We are here at Hawaii in beautiful Honolulu on Oahu Island, am I correct? Yes. <laughs> With Heather Patterson. Hello, Heather. Hi. Aloha. And Heather is actually Chief Happiness Officer here at Hawaii. Is yes. that right? Yes. Chief, Chief Happiness Officer. So, uh, how did you become Chief Happiness Officer here at Hawaii? Uh, tell me about your story. How did you travel here and wh- what do you do here? Yeah, sure. Thanks, Michael. Um, so my background, my my first career was in newspaper sales, and I was working in the U.S. mainland. I'm originally from Maryland, but at the time I was in Nebraska, so I was in the Midwest, and I um, was was working in, in newspaper sales, and I started selling to HR and business owners and helping helping them with their recruitment uh, ads. And my career progressed. I took a job in Denver, Colorado, and then in Anchorage, Alaska. So I've lived a lot of different places and sold to a lot of different HR managers and and directors and business owners and all sorts of people trying to find the best people for their open positions. And, um, you know, I sort of fell into that role. Um, (laughs) I, I... didn't, I wasn't very intentional, but what I learned and sort of looking at it and going, okay, what do I really want to do? And what do I love? I learned, well, I love business and I love this market. I love these HR people who are really Mm. connected to the staff and to the business uh, and the business owners, of course. I, I love doing business with them and helping them. And then also in my role, I was helping people grow. I was helping them with their sales skills and you know, helping them develop their own careers. And I thought, wow, okay, (laughs) I, I want to do more of that, right? Still, still working with the HR people and alongside shoulder to shoulder with these folks, but also helping people grow and develop. I found this real connection between, you know, how things were going at work and how things were going in life in general. (laughs) And so that was about 10 years ago. And I transitioned myself out of the newspaper industry and um, pursued my, I took the avenue of, of HR and organizational development. So I first got into recruiting and staffing myself. So I sort of flipped it a bit. And um, and then I had an opportunity to move here to Hawaii eight years ago. I continued in the staffing side of the business. And then I worked for a local HR outsourcing firm called Pro Service. Hawaii. And I had a, an, a fabulous time there. Um, had a couple different roles, but my the role that I um, held for the longest time and, and really sort of set my foundation for what I do now was my HR training consultant role. So I would travel around the state and I would be in conference rooms and training <laughs> rooms, working with uh, HR 
HR people, frontline managers, business owners, hmm. helping them build their great company and lead their great people. And it was very rewarding. I would, you know, of course, talk to them about the law, what mm. you can and cannot do, right? Of course, because we have to know the law. Yeah. Um, and then we would get into more strategic things like culture, like <laughs> what I do now. Yeah. So I think a couple of months ago, you also went to Denmark to learn about happiness at work you know michael i didn't go to denmark i didn't go to denmark i met alex in new york back in october yeah and after that you started your own business or was it before it was before so um so to take you through from pro service to where i am today um after my time at pro service i transitioned to an hr director role and Mm -hmm. i was working with a large dental organization and i was Mm -hmm. helping their executive team and their managers Mm -hmm. and the phone started ringing and it was different (laughs) clients and friends who knew what i did and knew what i'm passionate about and one of them said okay well you're hired and I was like, oh, okay, you know? And so then I had to go set up my business. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, that's a great way to start. I guess I have a business now. <laughs> uh, and so I did that. And so my business was, um, as someone call it, like a side hustle <laughs> at, when it first started. Um, but mm. really, that, that, so that was the genesis of it. But then the phone started ringing more and more and more. And in October of what was that 2015 mm-hmm. i left my my role at the dental company okay. and started my business yeah and um and have been you know running running the company mm-hmm. ever since so it seems like people need some more happiness here at hawaii it's not enough to have just sun and the beach yeah. for for your happiness. Great question. Yeah. No. Right. Right. We have we have a lot of the the elements that one would think. Oh, right. You know, but they should be happy. The sun is shining all <laughs> the time. Everyone is smiling. You know? Everyone know, comes yes. here just to get some more happiness <laughs> out of regular jobs and everything. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Hawaii has its a lot of uh, challenges, and you know, we're we're people, and whenever mm-hmm. you bring people yeah. together, there's going to be you know, communication issues and conflict Mm. and people still need to have purpose and, you know, be able to be productive in their work and they need to be fulfilled. So how does it work at Hawaii? Tell me something about Hawaii just to, just to see where, where you are. So it's, it's islands, it's four islands, right? Mm -hmm. The biggest city being Honolulu. Are there some cities, I guess, on the other islands as well? Yes. Well, so there's four major islands, but there's seven you know, seven mm-hmm. islands, I guess, where, you know, there's the island chain. There's Oahu mm-hmm. um, with Honolulu. That's where we are now, being the biggest city, like you yeah. said. Um, and that's where much of the commerce yeah, occurs. Right. Yeah. And it's still very detached from, from U.S., right, and from, from everywhere. I just read somewhere that it's one of the most distant places on Earth, maybe. Yeah, we are one of the most remote places. So so all business you are able to do is here on the islands, right? Yeah. Is there enough companies? That's my question. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely believe there's enough companies for sure. I'm st- I'm busy. <laughs> 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 yeah. And yeah, I guess 
there is no place for hundreds of happiness managers. So I guess you are the first one here, aren't you? I, I, I'm not the first one here. No? No. Wow, that's surprising. No. Actually, a great friend of mine, her name is Alice. She is also a chief happiness officer. Doing the similar stuff. And she has a sim similar company. We yeah. have um, different things that we teach and we specialize mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. uh, but she also does corporate you know, consulting and mm -hmm. workshops and really strives to help people have um, you know, more positivity and, and things in their, their lives. So is there... A lot of companies based here, like being headquartered in Honolulu, or it's more like branches of companies from from US. There are well, there's a lot of small and medium sized businesses mm -hmm. in our business community mm -hmm. for sure. Um, there aren't many that are headquartered out of here, you know, in terms of the big Fortune 500 for sure. Oh, yeah. um, you know, of course, probably one of the most um, notable would be Hawaiian Airlines, right? That's mm -hmm. the, a name that everybody can recognize, yeah. uh, right? So they they get a lot of attention um, for sure in that regard. And yeah. have you been there or do you know the company? Uh, I know the company as a customer. Uh, I know some people who work there. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, I from what I understand, it's a pleasant, you know, happy <laughs> culture and a great place to work. I know that there's a, they have a very competitive uh, hiring, um, <laughs> if, if you will, yeah. So do you have some examples of companies that are interesting, have interesting culture here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I have to say, it would be unfair for me to even say, the company where I gained a lot of my experience pro-service, as I mentioned. I mean, they're definitely known for their culture and they have mm -hmm. this work hard, play hard mentality. They have a lot of um, activities and things for high employee engagement. They're very, you know, into cultivating conversation and collaboration, mm -hmm. innovation and trying new things, celebrating their their results and, <laughs> and having a lot of fun. So they absolutely hands down come to mind. Um, another company I've been doing a fair amount of work with is a local real estate company, mm -hmm. Keller Williams Honolulu. And they are all about, you know, having a happy culture and a team mm -hmm. of support staff and agents who are purpose driven, who are, you know, getting fulfillment, right? That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because Real estate company, for me, it seems like there are agents who are most of the time traveling somewhere. So it's difficult for them to connect somewhere in the office, isn't it? This. Well, yeah. So, so right. So they have some challenges, unique challenges that they have to overcome in terms of how they connect with one another and mm. how they, how they. Do they have chance to meet like together, the team together? Yeah. So what's neat about this company is they have a, a large, what they call market center, and it's sort of this hub where agents can come in and you know mingle with the support staff, with the leadership, and um, even you know use some resources, you know, mm. copier and um, call call booths and things like that yeah do we have some do they have some times in a week where, where they all meet or and, and build oh, the culture my goodness. Or something like that they have so much training okay available so they need well they're the number Keller Williams is the number one training company in the world. Wow. yeah number one training organization in the world so they have a Super robust 
Hmm. um, training calendar for agents to participate in. And then they have, like, they just had a... um, a day that they call Red Day, and it's sort of their day to give back, where they did a beach cleanup and a barbecue, and so everyone comes together, they invite family and friends, and they come together, and then they give back to the land, too, which is, you know, really important here, especially to us, yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other companies here? Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, I've worked with such a wide variety. I think that's the really neat thing about what I do. So uh, a hair salon, you know, (laughs) who, right, they're they're in the business of hair and hair cutting and coloring and all those Mm. things. That's sort of their... the thing that they sell, but really they're all about love and, you know, loving one another and loving their clients and just serving up love. And so doing, doing business with, um, that company, it's called the black cat salon and their, Mm. their owner gentry. It's incredible because we can speak very freely about the importance of not just the results, having great haircuts and color that's beautiful and all of that, but having relationships with one another, being able to yeah. get feedback and connect and empathize and, and that sort of thing. I guess in this type of company, it's where the employees are directly connected to customers or yeah. infer- interfering with customers. I think that's quite important. There. Oh, absolutely. Because you can feel it. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. It seems like uh, the happiness is a little topic here at Hawaii, isn't it? Uh, are there events for for HR people who are learning about happiness at work, or uh, where do you where do you have a chance to to speak about your topic? Yeah, um, there are some outside events. I I speak regularly at Rotary clubs, association mm-hmm. meetings, things like that. I try and make myself available to the community to help sort of mm-hmm. spread the message a bit. Uh, it definitely in our community, I would say that there's a, a popularity of the word wellness that is has a lot of traction. I think in our community, and so for instance, there's a event coming up all about workplace well-being and the author of the of blue zones is going to be the the speaker. So of course I'm signed up for that and can't wait to you know go I have a couple friends joining me and go and get next to all the people that are interested in what I'm interested in as so, well. So there are here and there events connected to to the topics we are Yeah, about. I think so. I think so. Yeah. And is it growing or not? That that's always always my interesting question if Because when we are traveling around the world, it seems like it differs quite a lot in different countries. Interesting for me was, for example, that as we in Europe traveled from north to south, the northern countries were the the happiest and the happiness at work was like established topic and everyone was somehow working with happiness at work. Uh And as we went down through Italy and and down, Uh it seemed like it was less and less of the topic. It was very interesting discussion in Italy that it's... Uh, they don't talk about happiness at work. They, are, they have strictly divided usually what is work and what is not work. And they are happy at home, but not that much at work. And they don't care about how you feel at work that much. Interesting. Yet. yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's probably coming. But I guess uh, there is a big influence of... It's it's United States, right? And there is a lot of those companies everyone knows, like Zappos and wearing T-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zappos no, I, I think it. I think it's 
trending a bit here. Um, I think the other thing that helps in Hawaii is this idea of the Aloha spirit. Mm-hmm. That um, we do things with aloha no matter where we are. What does it mean? Um, for with us love, outsider. right? <laughs> um, love and caring and kindness and mm. sincerity. Um, gosh, I hope I'm not botching that. You know, I'm I'm not Hawaiian, uh, obviously, um, but that's how I would would depict it or explain mm. it. And um, it's a real thing. That's a real thing. And there are um, certain, you know, Hawaiian Airlines, for example, you know, operating with Aloha. They the, the way that they conduct themselves when you're interacting, at least my experience has been very pleasant, mm-hmm. um, where I, I feel cared for. I feel like it's sincere and 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 um, and I'm appreciated as a customer. So I think that that is helpful here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that may resonate with some more than others, just like happiness may resonate with yeah. some more than others. So I think we have that going for us. And and then, um, like I said, I'm not the only one. So we're just like, we've hit the ground and we're running. We collaborate, Alice and I, and do some fun stuff to help promote this idea and help people make their companies more yeah. happy. Because we started some time ago in, in Prague and, and Czech Republic. Uh-huh. And it... it took some time until it took took off you know we we had com- this year will be the third year of our conference on happiness at work yeah and and we see that it's it's growing the companies are thinking about it more and more on the first conference we had around 100 people and 200 last year and we are aiming for 500 this year oh, so wow. it's it's growing and people are more and more interested but it it's a lot of work to to do the pr of of the topic you know to yeah to get them be interested to get it to newspapers that there are actual companies who care about their employees, yes. which for some is uh, unimaginable yes. <laughs> to, to care about employees. Yes. And, you know, when I was working with Alex in October back in New York, he was saying, oh, they're like, host a conference, you know, go for it. And um, I have not taken him up on <laughs> on, on that uh, recommendation. But I think, you know, maybe maybe soon, maybe soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's always the question of the the size of the market, if there is enough people. Right. But for conference at Hawaii, everyone would just come for a conference. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just enjoy some time. <laughs> maybe we just attract. Yeah, maybe we just attract from the U.S. mainland. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I know they, mm, they were just, That's an idea. <laughs> everyone wants to go to Hawaii, right? Yeah. And just have a reason to go to conference and then stay. I, I would come. Okay, <laughs> you're the first one invited. I'll let you know. <laughs> we don't know when and where, but I'm coming. <laughs> uh, so, what do you do with the companies? How do you, how do you approach them, and what exactly are you able to help with? Sure. So, uh, all of my work is referral based. I do a lot of networking, and then of course I ask for referrals from people who have had success working together. So, which is best way of marketing? Isn't yeah, it? that's the best <laughs> it way. It doesn't cost anything, and it's the most sincere way out to. Yeah, right, right. Um, so I I uh, stick within the model of results and relationships. Um, mm-hmm. What I have my potential clients do is go through a eleven point uh, self assessment. 
mm-hmm. uh, me- measuring, you know, self-assessing, right? It's not scientific, but, you know, measuring things like, you know, are we getting results? Is there connection with our people? Do, you know, uh, are we able to make mistakes and, and, mm-hmm. and learn and grow from them? Are we accountable? Like, are we actually getting uh-huh. things done? And How's, who is answering those questions? Uh, the team leader. The, okay. the leader of the of the company or maybe it's the department hmm. but typically the decision maker the person who I'm going to be engaged with so I have them go through a 11 point assessment and rate themselves or, or their teams part of me uh, one through 10 10 being yes I feel great about this statement I agree with it fully no real work would need to be done and if they and then one of course is oh we're failing miserably at this you know component of being happy at work uh, uh, we got some work to do so we look at you know their self-assessment and then we discuss you know wow like these are your strengths this looks really good how did you get there do you even know <laughs> are you ready to protect the the good thing that you've already um, done right because sometimes we just don't even know what we're doing right but we know that it's right and we need to protect it and then with the things that are maybe a seven or below the question becomes well so are you motivated to change this number You know, do you want to be more accountable in your organization? Would you like better communication? Would you like to address conflict in a way that's going to be more effective? And a lot of times the answer is yes. Yes, I would. (laughs) (laughs) But then it comes to the 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 hard decisions isn't it yeah the hard decisions and prioritizing and how do how do we do this where do we start uh what i will often do from there is ask the leader well tell me about the culture already you know are you guys used to working together as a group and learning together as a group should it just be you and i Hmm. how would they rate you on these things are you are you leading in the right way And do you have a chance to ask the people as well, the team? Yeah. So so sometimes that is the next step. I wouldn't say it's always the next step because it may not even be appropriate. The leader might know already. Nope. Mm. They're already good. They're going to rate me as a three. And, (laughs) you know, let's just let's just say we're starting from zero, you know, (laughs) which I honor. I'm like, okay, awesome. And, And I encourage them to tell their their staff that, hey, guys, I've been messing up. It's time to get this, you know, train on the right track and let's go. I've brought Heather in. And maybe one of the last questions because the time is getting up. Sure. Uh, what are the first things that, that companies can can start doing with your help? Wow. What are the first tips that usually help to improve the culture? First of all, I would say get get very familiar and and acquainted with who they are their core values, who they are and why they're doing what they're doing, their purpose. Without that, they're sort of, it's the start with why and and being true to self. And that is absolutely applicable in the, at the organizational level. Right. Hmm. So once we know why we're doing what we're doing and how we want to behave while we're doing it, well then, Almost everything gets easier from there. Almost everything gets easier with from there. And a lot of times we already know who we are. We just 
have been making some exceptions. <laughs> Sometimes we just forgot. <laughs> we forgot. We got busy. You know, that gets in the way. Yeah. Okay. I think let's let's go to the closing. Okay. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for, for your time and for having me here in thank Hawaii. Thank you. And uh, the very last question is, what, what, what is your message for, for the audience? Why should they care about happiness at work? Or... Mm, thank you. I love this question. It's a difficult it's, one. <laughs> really? Oh, I'm very clear on this, Michael. Are I'm you? so clear. <laughs> when you're happy at work, you're happy in life. Period. Great. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you.